So is the song over? Does that mean we can talk now? You have the clap? I'm doing the clap line. It's clap, 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 clap. Listen to that song. Die. And, and there's a reason why you're not a percussionist. Well, no, there's a... You see, once again, it's. I had this discussion with somebody last night about what's happened to modern music, shall we say. What has, what's happened? There's no musicians left anymore because it's all done with just little, little you know, beats and, and samples and things like that. And that entire song, there's not one instrument that's being played in that entire song. Everything is synthesized. It's all huh. just beats. And, it's, and all they're doing is they're just like they got it. You know, they got a hand clap track. That's the that's percussion. There's no there's no drummer in that song. There's there's everything's all synthesizers. It's like it's all these guys like Marshmallow and and David Guetta and uh, who's it? Uh, there are a bunch of other ones. And these guys are like DJ slash producers. Most of these guys started out as club DJs, and they figured out that they could make music with their Mac Air. And and they call up Illmind. Remember we talked about Illmind before. You know what Illmind is, don't you? Wiki, 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 wiki. He's the guy that sells blap kits. You can buy a blap. People are going, what the hell is he talking about? You can buy what's called a blap kit. B-L-A-P-K-I-T-S. I believe that's blapkits.com. I think is the address. And I'll go there right now. So people were going like, what in the world he's talking about? Blap kits. Uh, are you there? Hold on. My, uh, yeah, I'm, I know what problem I was. I'm in the wrong thing. Um, my phone sometimes locks up on stuff. I can't get it out of. What's going on? Hold on a minute. Okay, here we go. Blapkit. B-L-A-P-K-I-T-S dot com. Okay, there it is. Illmind Blapkits. Okay, here we go. You can get the black box bundle is all you need. Every drum kit and sample pack I've ever made since 2011. Only available here. Includes sounds I used on some of the biggest chart-topping records that won me a Grammy. One-shot drums, sample loops, including stems... A MIDI pack. I'm bundling it with some amazing free. It's only, you can save $1,600 today. Hi, I'm Illmind, two-time Grammy-winning music producer and founder of Blap Kids. All he does is sit in a studio and, like, for example, it's an interesting story. That When he started doing this, he was a kid right out of high school. And rather than go to college and waste his money in college, he sat down in his parents' basement and just recorded himself playing drums. I mean, but not like, boom. He would just, like, take a snare drum and he would hit it with a stick and then he would hit it with a different kind of stick, and he'd hit it with a different kind of stick, and then he would put like a piece of paper on top of the drum head and hit the drum head with, you know, and the drum head would do something different with a piece of paper on it. And he just recorded all those, and he, and he would sell those to music producers. And just like, for example, I bet you any money that somebody sold Ed Sheeran's producer the... And they just sold him that little, you know, thing, and then they just put it in, and then what you do is you put it into Pro Tools, and away you go, and you're done. And you make you got music with no musicians, you know. It's sort of like, guess who called me last night? Who? Bruce Horlick. Did he? Yes. We were just talking about him. Yes, and he was he was lamenting the fact that what's happening because he is. I've told many stories about Bruce Horlick, an interesting guy, brilliant guy, very successful businessman here in the St. Louis area, radio guy through and through. Although he's not doing much radio anymore, he does voiceover stuff now. And we were discussing the newest thing in voiceovers, which is causing problems for some voiceover people. It's called AI. And, for example, 
here. I'll show you a perfect example. I have one right here. Right here. You ready for this? Shelly, what's this BS about being a grandma? Don't you know you can't say that anymore? You are a grand person. Okay, let me pull back the curtain and explain how where that came from. I bought this little thing online for, I think, $67. And you put text into it. You copy and paste. Like, let's say you have something you want to have Mr. Announcer say. You copy and paste it into there. And then you select which voice you want to use. You want to use a woman from Australia, a woman from England, a woman from the United States, an old woman, a young woman. You want to have a guy, you know, a guy who sounds like a kid. He's like, sounds like he's 16. You want to have a guy who sounds like he's 80. You want to have that guy is, I think that guy's name is, is Ijuan or something like that. He's, he's got a Pakistani accent. You just put the text in there, bang, away it goes. You don't even need anybody. And the new thing now, there's this guy in Atlanta and his name's Bert something or other. He runs this syndicated show. We don't have it here in St. Louis because it's called The Bert Show. And he signed this agreement with this company called Veritone, I think is the name of the company. And what they're doing is they're going to sample his voice. They're going to, he's going to send, he already did this, he's going to send a bunch of, of, of cuts of his voice, just him talking. They're, and they'll give him words to say. Okay, here's a list of words, say these words, blah, 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 blah. And then we're going to do it. They're going to digitize his voice and essentially try to make it sound as much as he is because he is not going to have to sit in the studio and record anything anymore. His producers can just take a script like, let's say, hey, I want to have Bert do my commercial for my car dealership. <laughs> You'll just send the script to his producers. Producers will just stick it into the computer, and out will come Bert talking about your car dealership. But it's not Bert. It's the computer. Is that creepy or what? <laughs> <It's>, it sounds <laughs> like something that... <laughs> What happened in Johnny Mnemonic? Well, and the only reason why I bring him up is because that movie was based on 2021. Well, what's interesting is look at these movies that were like set in the future, which now like in the past. You know what I'm saying? That's 2021. That's in the past now. But you know, do you know the Matrix was made in 1999, and it's still appropriate. See what's, for this time time frame. What's interesting is, and I've already done this. Oh my god, here it happened again. My computer just the screen just went dark. Okay, uh, just completely went off and on. Okay, here's what's happened. What you're hearing right now is I've hit a couple switches here, and I put in a filter, and I've got the Shelly nose stopped up filter on right now. So when you're hearing Shelly, <laughs> it sounds like her nose is stopped up, and it really isn't. It's because I've got her going through the nose filter plug-in on the computer here. Uh-huh. The no stopped in filter, you know, so it no stopped up filter. So it, you know, although if you were in the studio right now listening to Shelly, you'd say, wow, she sounds great. But over the air, she sounds like she got her no stopped up. That's because I've got that little plug-in running. And I, that's one I bought from Illmind. I bought the, <laughs> it's one of his blap kits. <laughs> Is this getting no weeds or the what? The snot Okay. Anyway. Bruce called me last night, and I told him how you're, I've told him the, the Bruce Horlick stories, and he's fascinated, or you're fascinated with him, and he said he'd be more than happy to get together with him, and he'd be more than happy to meet you. So how's that? Oh, I would love that. And I, I will say one thing. What? This is part of it. I apologized to him. I said, he said to me, he says, Brad, you know my father died a couple weeks ago. I said, I know that. Very sad. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. And I didn't I, know that. Well, I, we talked about that, and I told him. I said, I said, you know, I've been meaning to call you, and I didn't. And he says, don't worry about it. Okay, his dad was Mad Maynard, okay? With Jack oh, that's right. You told me. With Jackie McCoy, 
he did yep. all these oldie shows. For years he's been doing this. Matter of fact, for a long yep. time he was on he was on KADI or and that was Jukebox 96.3. They did the Sunday night oldie show. They did it from uh, back in the day. They did it from the the Viking, you know, the place down there on um, uh, in Lindbergh. Yeah, Lindbergh and 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 Watson Road. Okay, the Holiday Inn. Uh, yes, and it's been a couple of things for a while. Remember, it was the biker bar it was Mile Two Seven Seven. Well, a long time ago it used to be like an oldies place, and him and Jackie McCoy would do this oldies show, and he told me the story. This is sort of sad. His dad was in his 80s, okay? Okay. And he told me that he called up Jackie. This is his dad, Mad Maynard. Called up Jackie McCoy and said, Jackie, some of the places that we did our oldie show are opening back up. Let's call them. Let's get booked to do an oldie show. And half an hour later, he died. Oh, honey. Had a massive heart attack. And, and. And once again, this guy was so excited about going back into clubs and doing oldie shows, and that's that's what he loved to do. And you know, he called up Jackie McCoy. Half an hour later, he's dead. What are you so doing? So he basically was setting up his life. Well, and one, uh, once again, here's he's he's my hero because of the fact that he's like 82, three years old. He could say, oh, "I'm just going to move down to Florida and lay in a beach, retire." No, he yep. he still loved what he did. He still loved doing oldie shows. You know, and, and he still enjoyed that, and he gave him it gave him a reason to live, as opposed to these people. That, eh, when I retire, I'll do whatever I want. I'm not, I'm not going to do any work anymore. I'm going to retire. I'm going to sit in the beach. How boring is that? You know, pretty boring. Yeah, I mean, after I can I can sit on the beach for about two or three hours, then I'm dead. You know, I'm going like, okay, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. Okay, um, here's my my Friday night story. And I rail about this all the time. And wait till I tell you the story. I'm driving south on 170. It's about 7 o'clock at night, so it's dark, dark. It's not like, you know, twilight. It's dark, dark. And I'm driving south on 170. And I come up on a MoDOT snowplow who's going real slow in the right lane. He's clearing. He's trying to clear the shoulder off. But he's halfway in the right lane, halfway in the shoulder. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. So... As yes. I come up behind him, I slow down because traffic is, is moving pretty fast. You know, once again, people are going 90 miles an hour, and it's, the snow's not totally clear. And I check my rearview mirrors, and I look, you know, my side view mirror, right, you know, look back over my shoulder. I don't see anybody coming. I put my turn signal on, and I pull into the center lane. He's just squealing at tires, okay? And I'm going, what the hell was that? And I'm thinking, I looked in the mirrors. I don't see anybody. So... I hear, you know, the horn honkings keep going on. And I'm looking at my rearview mirror. I'm going like, I don't see anything. What the hell's going on? Guess what? What? The guy didn't have his lights on. That's why I didn't see him. Because he didn't have any stupid lights on. So he almost hits me because I pull into the center lane to pass this snowplow. So then it gets even better. He pulls around me and he's honking his horn at me. And this is the funny part of it. He turns on his dome light so I can see him give me the, the finger. Flangy. Right. So he turns on his dome light so I can see that he's giving me the finger. And I'm thinking to myself, you dumb S, you have no idea you're driving with no lights on. And that's why I almost, well, that's why I did pull out in front of you. I didn't see you because you don't have any lights on. You know, I'm going like, and then once again, he f- takes off down 170, you know, at about 70 miles an hour. I'm flashing my brights at him. He's just like, you know, oblivious to the world. No lights, no taillights, no headlights, nothing. But he's got his dome light on so he can flip me off. I'm going like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> little did he know that this little 
uh, escapade went down in infamy. Well, once again, it's like I don't understand this. And maybe I'm at that age where to the point where I need every little bit of candle power I can to see the road at night, but I know when I don't have my lights on because I can't see the damn road. You know, I mean, and I, I, I told that story to a couple of people. Well, were there a lot of streetlights there? Once again, I mean, when you're driving on the interstates, yes, 170 has some streetlights at the intersections, but when you're between the overpasses, like, like on a lot of them, like on 270, like there's a bunch of, you know, a, a lights there at the intersection of 270 and 70. You know what I mean? There are the big monster lights up in the air. But when you're driving on 70 between the bridge and Earth City, there are no lights. There's lights there at Earth City, and there's lights there at 270. But, you know, when you're usually on like a, an open stretch of highway interstate, there's no lights. How do you not realize that your lights aren't on? I don't get that. And what's interesting is since I've been talking about this, I have had... Several people say to me, you know how you talked about, you complained about the fact that people are driving at night with no lights on? And I go, yeah, that happened to me the other night. I'm going like, I don't get it. I think, quite honestly, I think it's these people that they have automatic lights in their cars. And I know there's a lot of them like that now. And they forget, they forget and I know this has happened. I have I've had a person tell me this, that they drive their car and they leave the automatic lights on, as I do. My one car is automatic lights, so I don't worry about that. I turn the ignition. If it's dark, the lights come on. During the day, the daytime running lights come on. When it gets dark, they switch from daytime running lights to the full, you know, full headlights, taillights, the whole bit, okay? And I've heard people explain to me that if someone drives their car, like their wife or their husband drives their car, they'll turn the lights off. Get what I'm saying? So in other words, they'll turn it from auto to off because usually those cars have a thing where the, you know, like you got, there's four, there's four positions on the light switch. There's off, there's parking lights, there's headlights on, and then there's automatic. So someone will drive their car and think, oh, I need to turn the lights off. And they'll turn the lights off. And then when somebody else gets in the car, they're used to the fact that they get in the car and they turn it on and the lights automatically come on when it's dark. And they don't because the, somebody's turned the switch off. That's the only thing I can think of. Because I'm thinking to myself, why is it like within the last year I've had more and more of this because I don't understand that. Why are people driving around with no lights on? But anyway, that's my stupid story. Joe Rogan. We talked a little bit about this last hour. He's now under attack because of the fact that somebody's come up with all these podcasts where he's, he's using the N-word. And if you know the story behind Joe Rogan, what's interesting, and this gets a little bit complicated. I'll try to make it as, as easy as possible. If you put up a podcast... Like, let's say, and we have uh, this show we're on right now, the BS.show podcast, okay? You can listen to this on the iTunes or the Apple. It's on the iTunes store. It's in the Apple podcast app on your phone. Uh, you can listen to it on um, Google.play, all sorts of different places, okay? It goes everywhere. Spotify came along, and Joe Rogan had the most popular uh, podcast in the, in, the, in the United States, and they made him a deal that he would take his podcast off all these other podcast services and take his videos down because when he did his podcast, they also shot video. So they had a video up on YouTube. And the deal was they were going to pay him a eh, little bit of money if they were the exclusive site for Joe Rogan's podcasts. That's how it ended up on Spotify. And they just paid him a little money. Matter of fact, they paid him nine figures. They paid him $100 million. I don't know if he got all at once or if it was over a period of time. So... What's happened is he came under scrutiny because he's had some people on his show who said things other people didn't like, and they called it misinformation. Now, what's interesting is if we had a lot of listeners, this show would be banned because 
nine tenths of this Why? show is BS, right? We make stuff up as we go along, yeah, right? Yeah, but we know that. It's like already has its disclaimer. Right. Everything. Why would we be banned? <laughs> because some knucklehead's going to say, like, for example, and I, you, you get mad every time I play this, but this is a two-year-old clip. Let me see if I can find it real quick. You always get, yeah, here it is. This is a, there's, here's two clips. This is Dr. Fauci from two years ago. You ready? People yeah. should not be walking around with masks. Okay, that's clip number one. Here's clip number two. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. That is Dr. Fauci from, I believe, January of 2020. Okay? Okay. And what did he just say? You shouldn't have a mask on, right? Well, Dr. Fauci now says you should have 10 masks on, and you should wrap your head in gauze, and you should put on a HEPA filter over your mouth, and you should also have you know air filters out of the front of your car strapped to your nose and your mouth. So, you, you know, get what I'm saying? I'm being facetious, obviously. So he did a 180. Okay, so what he said two years ago, was that misinformation? Or was that? No, it was based on the information they had. This was brand new. At the time. You're making my point. So the idea is that once. See, that's what these people do is they take stuff out of context. No, but. but, And then. (laughs) But once again, it's things change. You know, once again, once. Like I gave the example of the doctor who created the cure for ulcers. Because for years and years and years and years and years, people thought ulcers were, were, were created by stress and by and buy spicy foods. And this guy for years said, no, that's not the case. And finally, what he did was he essentially got him, himself, he took the, the, the bacteria out of someone's stomach that they biopsied, and he drank it and gave himself ulcers and then cured it with this medicine. And once again, for 10 years, this guy was saying, so in other words, 10 years ago, I mean, like when the guy started, started saying that, people would say, oh, that's misinformation. Ulcers are caused by stress and by food that you eat. And for 10 years, people called this guy a whack job. And it turned out that finally, when he did this, where he drank this concoction that had the, the ulcer junk in it, and he got ulcers, then he cured him. People went, you know what? He may be right. Okay. So my point is, who's to say what is information and what is misinformation? And one of the podcasts that he's getting the most grief about, Joe Rogan, was when he had this Dr. Malone on, who's one of the doctors that helped invent this MRA uh, you know, vaccine, the thing that everybody's taking now. And what this is interesting is this guy is not towing the, the Fauci line. He's saying he's agreeing with some of the things that Fauci says, but not all the things. And what's interesting about this is, isn't it good in our society that if someone comes along and says, hey, I think that when you're sitting in front of a red light, that that means you should push your gas pedal down to the floor and you should just fly right through that intersection on a red light. And people are going to go like, no, hold on a minute now. That's not right because when the light's red, you're supposed to stop because if you go flying through the intersection on a red light, you're going to kill somebody, okay? Is that misinformation or information? The, inf- the misinformation is the fact that, that someone said, hey, just fly through that intersection with a red light because red light means go real fast. Like, you know, like steam coming out of your exhaust pipe. You know, like, like you know, smoke coming out of your tires. That's what red's for. And green well, means... Well, evidently the people in Iowa, <laughs> right. the police in Iowa oh. think like that. No, no, but the point being is there's two sides to that equation. Obviously, the one side is BS and the other side is the true side. Red means stop. It doesn't mean fly through that intersection. But yet, once again, if somebody's on the radio saying, hey... 
you know, fly through that intersection of red light and somebody else comes along and says, no, that's not right, you're getting both sides of the story. And obviously most people are going to go like, yeah, that guy talking about the red light, he's stupid. But yet you're not going to throw him off the air. You're not going to ban him. You're not going to throw him in jail. You're just going to say, that guy's a wackadoodle. You know what I'm saying? And you're not going to pick- A wackadoodle? A wackadoodle. Don't you know what a wackadoodle is? Uh-uh. You don't know what a wackadoodle is? No. Uh, look in the mirror. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, just wait. <laughs> Paybacks, Brad. Paybacks. So, so the idea being is this is a country that has this crazy thing that's tacked onto a constitution called the called First... Called love? No, called the First Amendment. Freedom of oh, speech. Oh, yeah, that whole okay, thing. Okay, freedom of speech. Now, once again... Because that's what everybody's been given over the past couple of years is freedom of speech. No, they've had it taken away from them that you can't say certain things. You, Duh, you, I was being suspicious. Yeah, you get canceled if you say if you say something like, oh, Joe Rogan. And once again, the interesting thing is if you've ever listened, first off, you know how long Joe Rogan's podcasts are? They go on for hours. Some of them are three hours long. How many people have sat and listened to the entire... But what's interesting about it is... Joe Rogan, if you listen to his podcast, and I'm not a huge Joe Rogan fan. I, you know, I think he's talented at what he does, but he's not the kind of guy I listen to on podcasts. Occasionally, I listen to one of his podcasts when somebody talks about something that he, you know, that was sort of interesting. He asks questions. He's a good interviewer. He's like the late Larry King. He's like back in the day, Howard Stern. Howard Stern's gone turned into a wackadoodle now, where he won't leave his house because he says says we should all be thrown in jail if we don't have a shot. You know, um, he's like you know. Stephen Stills and Crosby and, and Neil Young and all the crazy wackadoodles who are like now you know you can't say that you know you you can't do that you know once again remember remember we talked about that like Neil Young is trying to get Joe Rogan thrown off of Spotify and yet Neil Young remember one of the listeners sent me that that poster from was it 2006 the 2006 Crosby Stills Nash and Young concert tour and yeah it was called yeah the, that was funny the Freedom of Speech tour <laughs> and here's Neil Young trying to get somebody thrown off because he doesn't like what they're saying once again hypocrite and you know i hear people that say goofy weird stuff and it bothers me but i'll always say you know what that person has the right to say that now once again where where you it crosses over the line if you say you know if you say hey you know if you you know once again they always give the example you can't yell fire in a crowded theater yeah that's where your rights end you can't do that kind of stuff but once again if it's your opinion and you think you have information to back it up. I mean, once again, think about all the crazy stuff that nobody believed. Like, you know, go back to Bernstein and Woodard, you know, the, you know, the, 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 all the president's men, you know, the Nixon tapes and stuff like that. When they first came out with those reports about what Nixon was involved with, nobody believed them. They thought they made it up. People are going like, yeah, this is the president. He wouldn't do stuff like that. You know, I mean, like, once again, remember the Bill Clinton thing. Even Bill Clinton denied, I did not have sex with that woman, that Miss Lewinsky. And, and all the press, well, he said he didn't have sex. We believe him. Well, guess what? That wasn't the case. He lied. And all the press ate it up. But, you know, there were people all along who were saying, hey, we know for a fact that Bill was, was, was fooling around with that gal. Oh, no, that can't be. He said he wasn't. You know, and once again, who's right, who's wrong? Hello? <laughs> I hear. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. It's time to move on. Who's right and who's wrong? I no, heard that. But once again, it's freedom of speech. You may not agree with someone, but yet I don't think that gives you the right to silence them. You know? I mean, God. That's all we've been been having done is being silenced for I can, years. I can tell you stories about about when we used to run, when 1350, which is now we're on right now, but when we have that, it was called the mouth. 
and we had Brian Nieves on there. And I had all these people that were trying to get Brian off. They, would, they had boycotts of the station, things like that. You know what I did? I offered them their own show. And you know what? They would never do it. People would go like, well, we don't like what he says between 7 and 9 o'clock in the morning. Okay, fine. You can come on at 9 o'clock and you do two hours at 9 to 11. You can say whatever you want. You can come on and you can take notes on Brian's show and sit there and, and sit in the studio and listen to him take notes between 7 and 9. And then at 9 o'clock, you can come on and say, well, at 7.02, Brian said this, and that's a lie. And at 7.10, Brian said this, and that's a lie. They would not want to come on the air because all they wanted to do was cancel Brian. They didn't want to. They didn't want to. You know, they didn't want to go on the air themselves. Their fair share. They just wanted to cancel the man. They wanted to cancel him because they didn't agree with what he said. But yet they would not have the cojones to get on the air and say, "Well, you know, Brian this morning at seven o two said this, and at seven ten he said that, and at seven fifteen that's all BS." And here's how we can prove it. No, they wouldn't do that. They just wanted him off, and to the point where where you know they didn't want to. You know, and I'm going like, okay, to me that's sad. If you don't agree with someone, tell. Tell me, tell me why, and how many times since you've known me, how many times have people called about, and we're not controversial at all, but somebody's called about something, and I've said to them, hey, come on the air with me tomorrow, we can talk about it. And how many times have that ever, anybody ever gone on the air with me? You know how many times that's happened? It's happened, no. it's happened many times that someone's About asked, us? Yes, about anything. You know, people call and complain about this, and they go, hey, come on the air and talk about it. And they won't do it. No, I'm not going to do that. Well, why don't you come on here and tell me what your opinion is? You know, we'll let the people, let the listeners decide if you're right or I'm right. No, I'm not going to do that. I won't do that. I just want, I don't want you to say that anymore. Okay, fine. Well, you clearly didn't mention it to me, so I've probably been saying it over and over and over no, again. No, it's, it's uh, you know, I mean, like, for example, it's like, for example, it's the Brian Richardson thing, okay? I know you get mad every time I talk about that. I, I do. I ask people to come on the air and talk about that. If you don't know the story, it's this guy who works for another radio station who just has made our life miserable. He accuses us of doing all sorts of things. He tries to destroy a reputation through the chambers of commerce and stuff like that. He's just a jerkazoid, okay? And he's he is kind of a tool. And he's trying to use the chambers that we belong to. He's tried to kick us out of two chambers of commerce because we're terrible people. Shelly and me are terrible people. But yet, if I ever offered the airtime to people who were his friends who believed that like they did oh i'm not i, I wouldn't do that i'm not going to come on here and talk to you i won't do that okay why not well i just not okay whatever we even offered the chamber people time to come on here remember and they said yeah. no they said no we're not going to talk about it okay fine whatever so he can he can trash us but yet when we try to essentially show our side of the issue nobody will back us up yeah. anyway so now you're upset Let's with not me? talk about him anymore he puts who brian richardson I uh-huh. I, I, well, I'm never going to mention Brian Richardson's name again. Never, I would love that. Never will I mention Brian Richardson again. <laughs> never. I will never ne mention Brian Richardson one more time. Okay? Ugh, <laughs> Seven, I'm going to throw up in my mouth a little bit. Stop it. <laughs> maybe that will help your nose. 733. <laughs> <laughs>